Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. WGR Sports Radio 550 presents Uh-oh. Sports Talk Saturday. Don't tell me. We're about to go over a huge waterfall. Yep. Sharp rocks at the bottom? Most likely. Bring it on. On WGR. Oh, yeah. Sports Radio 550. Hey, look, Zach, it's 90s music that's good. It's all. I never said it's not good. I said it sounds all the same outside of like Nirvana. Disrespectful. It's stop. No, it's a fact. It is a fact. We're gonna go on a road trip that's longer than three hours because that's a road trip, oh, and I'm gonna play just '90s rock music. That's fine. I will enter a different plane of existence because I will have heard the same song over and over and over again. And honestly, that sounds like a good time to me. <sighs> Happy Saturday, everybody. <laughs> Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt, hanging out with you today. Start of NHL free agency in just under an hour. Luckily for everybody, Twitter's down, so that should be a yeah, blast. I'm going to say, I, I tried to tweet something out. I don't know if anyone saw it. We're, we're looking I, forward we're, to finding out if it happened. I, my Twitter works. I, I can go on and see like on my feed, but I can't like quick, click on a tweet and see like comments. Yeah. So that's exciting. I... I I don't know. I can still see Elliot Friedman. I can still see Kevin Weeks. Those are the two guys that care about the most today because mm-hmm. today is the best day of the year next to the NHL draft, and it's free agency day. Is it, though? Is anything going to happen today? I think so. Maybe. I don't You know. didn't even say that with much conviction. No. You didn't even say that They let me down every anything. year, but I get so excited every year I because know you it's do. like, oh, where's this person going to go? I know you do. Oliver ekman larson has been linked to the Panthers. Cam Talbot was reportedly signing with the LA Kings. Yep. Uh, Jonathan Quick is reportedly signing with the New York Rangers, mm-hmm. which I thought he was just going to retire. I don't. Aiden, know. Aiden Hill staying with Vegas. Aiden Hill staying with Vegas. Yeah, that could be the biggest signing of the weekend, though. Which is two years, ten million, baby. Biggest That's insane. Signing that of is insane, weekend. though. Like two years. And million helped him for win a, a cup. goalie. I, I, but that's the thing is, is that, the that's going to be like the cup tax, though. But then, like the next day, they trade away Riley Smith. Yeah, one that of one didn't make a ton of players? sense to me. That one didn't make a ton of sense. How do you feel about that move though for Pittsburgh? That's a great move for Pittsburgh. I think. I, I don't think he's going to have much longevity there. But Pittsburgh, I mean, 
they're in a weird middle ground with a new GM, an aging core of Crosby, Malkin, Latang. Um, potentially three Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, no, it's going to no, be three it Hall is of not Famers. potentially. It is three Hall three Hall of Famers. Famers. So you have to get the most out of that group. But this right. is where like, in, but I don't think Riley Smith helps you activate that group any more than I don't they think were so last either. year. What I do want to bring up though with Pittsburgh, Jason Zucker. We do know the Jack Quinn injury obviously occurred. The Sabres announced it, that he's going to be out four to six months. We haven't actually gotten to hear your opinion on it, so we'll get to that as well. Speaking of injuries, I'm in pain. Yeah, you're in pain. You <laughs> did the 11-day power play. You played twice this week. Yes. Uh, and as as you're saying, you're in pain still. I Well, mostly is just soreness. Um, That's fine. That's I okay. went to go cover. So if anyone doesn't know, I played goalie for GR and for our buddy Derek's team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played Thursday from 6 to 9. Uh, WGR versus the Western New York Media All Stars. Mm-hmm. I would like to say that I thought I did good. Everyone else seemed to think I did good. The scoreline did not look good, but everyone seemed to like your performance. Yeah, every I I got a few standing ovations. That's good from that's saves, good. so that was cool. I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything. That's but really all you that, need. Though. That's pretty cool. Um, but I did. I went to go cover a puck at one point, and I either missed it or I put too much energy into it, and I slid forward. As I put my glove on the ice. Yeah, it did not go well and for you. all my weight was on my arm and my shoulder, and my shoulder feels awful. And you're golfing so, later today. Yeah, so but it's my left shoulder, so it might be better. I don't know. I don't know how... I might be better. I don't know which shoulder is stressed more in a right-handed golf swing. I mean, I probably should know that, but I don't. <laughs> Are you going to find out today? Uh, yeah, I, we, we're going to find out real quick on the first hole. But, um, but no, so I played in that on uh, Thursday for GR from 6 to 9, and then the next morning... Um, yesterday morning, I played from nine to noon with uh, Derek Kramer's team. Our own mm-hmm. Derek Kramer. Me and Derek actually called in from the bench because you guys did during during the extra point show yes. yesterday. Um, so they had a rule. Where, so for for context, on Thursday I was alone. I didn't have a backup goalie, so I played all three hours. By the third hour, my legs were cramping as I was standing still. That sounds about right. It was that terrifying. Right. I've never had something like that happen before. But hey, it was an experience. It was awesome. I loved it. That's good. Friday, I had. A backup goalie. Technically, there was one goalie for both teams. Everyone was like the same team. Like, we were all just one big group. Both teams were. Mm-hmm. Um, so, me and one goalie started. Then that goalie took a break, and I played the second, and the other goalie came in. Because each goalie has to play two periods. Yes. You can't, like, like to be considered that you played, you have to play two periods. Um, so, yesterday, I played the first and the second, and I sat the third Awful decision because then I stood up for the handshake line and both of my quads cramped at the same time. <laughs> I was drinking water. I was eating bananas. I, I was doing all the right stuff and it just didn't work out. So just didn't work out. You know, it, it yeah, it's I'm, I'm sore today, but it was a great time. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's, it's the thing. You're willing to be sore. It's yeah. a great experience. And, and it's a great it, cause. It was, it, exactly. It was for a great cause. Yeah. $10 million mm-hmm. throughout the seven years was announced I raised, on uh, Thursday. Not to toot my own horn again. I raised 500 bucks. Pretty Fantastic. proud of that. Fantastic. Good. Um, Derek's team, the, the, the ankle benders, they were called. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the two teams, both of them were called that. One was ankle benders white. One was ankle benders blue because mm-hmm. that's the color of the jerseys. Um, oh, I like that. We as a team collectively raised $21,000. Very nice. Which is really cool. I mean, that's just an Good for you guys. It's awesome, awesome achievement. I'm not sure what GR's total was at the end of it. I didn't see that one. Um, I'm sure it's somewhere on our Twitter or out there in the in the world. I'd if love you, to if check you could Twitter. See, if you could see Twitter. I would love to check um, Twitter. 
But yeah, no, it was it was an awesome experience. I've never gotten to do anything like that. I really just started playing ice hockey goalie a few like a year and a half, two years ago. You were, you were telling me before we got on air today that like that was like your real first t- taste of like organized hockey, and that wasn't even like organized <laughs> hockey. Like that, like organized hockey is like you have you have changes, you have yeah, like like face offs, you have all this stuff. I mean, yes, you had some of those things, but it's not nearly the same. It's it's a completely different animal. From just from what I can tell, because like yeah. I said, I've never played like actual organized hockey. Um, Gr did lose. I'm sorry, everyone out there. I, I it is your fault. It's fine. It's just admit oh, it. it's my fault. My fault alone. I, I you know I there was a lot of breakaways, and I couldn't stop. There was them a all. lot of breakaways. There were two junior sabers on the other team, so that didn't help things either because they were really good. Um, they were a lot. It's, faster it's just going to humble you. That's all it is. They there was they're, literally they're just there, I, you. I can specifically remember a shot one of them had, and. I saw him, like, wind up, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, all right, glove side. Like, I could tell right away. I'm like, glove side, the, your glove is good. You'll be fine. And by the time I moved my glove, the puck had already missed the net, gone around the corner, and up to someone else. <laughs> it was the fastest shot I've ever seen. And I was – that was, like, very early on in the day, and I was like, oh, boy. It puts in perspective <laughs> of, like, the, the kind of speed these NHL goal, right, or, or goaltenders right. are dealing with. Like, yeah, and you that's see not even, like Tage Thompson. That's not even an NHL shot. No. No, no offense to that, that guy, but, like, <laughs> that's, like, you're possibly on your way to an NHL yeah. shot. Like, and now, now you're sitting there going, man, when I'm really, like, talking smack about some of these goalies, like, they are working just the most. Yeah, and, now I, and then I think back to, like, the issue Carter Hutton had with his eyes, and I'm yeah. like, like, no wonder he had problems. Like, that's... That's hard, mm-hmm. and but then it's also it's difficult because then <laughs> later on, and this is no discredit to anyone else, but other guys their shots are so much slower, and then I'm like reacting like way too quickly, and then I'm like, oh man, I gotta, re- I gotta, I gotta slow here. down here because it's not as fast yeah. as that other guy. So it's it's a complete mind game. It's like I was so mentally and physically tired by the end of it because you're just you're thinking you're you're moving so much, and mm-hmm. I, I just have so much more respect for everyone that does that now. Because that was my first year doing it, and I'm a thousand percent doing it next year. And that was my next question: is, is were you planning on doing this next year? Yes, if you had it the opportunity, was, it was a phenomenal experience, and I would one hundred percent do it again if I have the opportunity. Which it sounds like I do, so I hope. Well, our boss seemed pretty happy with your performance. He did, which and is I was key. very surprised because I let in twenty one goals. <laughs> as long as he had fun doing it in three hours, though, mind you, it's three straight hours of hockey, so it's a lot. It's and by the end of it, everyone's tired, so. Chances are a plenty by the third period, and yeah, you know, basically for, at that for, point, if if you can skate straight for ten seconds, you've got a shot. Yeah, exactly. So, but it was cool. There was a lot of, um, it's just it was just an interesting experience, and the people were great. I mean, we had um, Mike Lezikowski, the found, one of the founders of the Eleven Day, play on our team for a period, and that was cool. He's a really cool guy, um, but it was just an awesome experience, and I would one hundred percent do it again. Well, good, fantastic, good to have you back. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. I, I, you were on solo for a couple of days. While mm-hmm. I was doing all that, so while you were playing hockey, I was hanging. While out I was here. having fun, hurting myself. That's fine. Well, so right off the bat, I, I do kind of want to get your thoughts. Number one, of course, on the the draft class. You were mm-hmm. on air um, on Wednesday night with Brayton Wilson, kind of going through that. How did you feel about the draft? Zach Benson is the Sabres' first <sighs> overall Benson. pick. They use all eight picks for yes. the two days. No trades. Kind of surprising. And and but realistically, no trades really at all during the draft. I mean, in terms of draft picks and mm-hmm. and, and you know throwing those around to get players. There were no dra- there were no trades in the first round for the first time since two thousand seven. I believe it was. Which feels wild to me. Right. Um, you have that with Benson, of course. Mm-hmm. And then as well, of course, we do get the Jack Quinn injury news. Four to six months, he's going to be out doing an Achilles injury. The Sabres also announced that as well. 
there was a little bit more details on that, and it was during training, not during like anything you know recreational. Right. He was he was actively training to get better for yeah the next season. It wasn't like he was you know doing a charity hockey game or something like that. Yeah, he, nothing nothing like that. He was actually like working with like a trainer or doing a training program of some mm-hmm. sorts. Um, let, let me start with the draft class first. Yes. So I loved the Zach Benson pick. I I wanted I wanted Quentin Musty just mm-hmm. partially because of the hometown ties, partially because I think he can be a great power forward in the future. I was a little disappointed that they didn't trade into the first round to try to get him, but I'm totally okay with the Zach Benson pick. That is more than an okay consolation prize. Everything I'm seeing on Twitter, everything I've been reading about him, seeing highlights of him, he should have gone in the top 10. Well, that's my thing, too, is every single person I feel like I've seen that covers the draft pretty, well, I would almost say religiously, and it's kind of like their main thing, mm-hmm. they had Benson as a top 5 to maybe top 10 prospect. Yeah. And I'm saying maybe top 10 because I think I only saw one person, Sneaky Joe DiBiase tweeted this out, I think yesterday, one person had him after top 10, yeah. and I think he was like the 12th prospect. So even then, getting him at 13 was still technically a steal. Right, yeah. And it really all came down to how far Mitchkov fell. <laughs> And the fact that Detroit, uh, Arizona selected, I think it was Simashev? Yes, yeah, Simashev, the defenseman from Russia. Which, don't get me wrong, he was a great prospect, but not for the sixth overall pick. He was ranked 15 to 20 in most, most mock drafts. But, I mean, it, uh, the Benson pick was just, that was, as soon as he fell there, that was phenomenal. There was other great picks around the, around the second round, too. Maxim Sturbach. Yes. He he was a great pick. And they even talked about Kevin Adams talked about, you know, wanting to trade up to go get him and then he just kept falling. So mm-hmm. they didn't even have to trade up. Um Gavin McCarthy, local kid from yep. uh Clarence Center, I think it was. Good defenseman from uh, Muskegon in the USHL. I think he's going to uh Boston University. Boston. I didn't know if it, I didn't know if it was college or Boston College or Boston University. Um Ethan Medema, big big left winger, 6 foot 4. Fourth yeah, they, round pick. they immediately decided that after the first, yep, it's the first round, they're like, all right, we're going to pick guys with, with size, yeah. including who they picked at 39th overall, though. Anton, Anton Wahlberg. And that is the guy, actually, because the Sabres were talking about they wanted to trade back into the first round during the night. That's the guy that they wanted to trade oh, that, up back I into th- the first I didn't round. Know, I didn't know if it was him or Sturbach. I couldn't <laughs> I think remember. Sturbach, they wanted to trade up in the second round to go get him. Gotcha. They were surprised he kept falling. Wahlberg, they wanted to trade back into the first round, couldn't get a buyer, and then hmm. they, and then I guess Adam spent much of the night then after the round had finished trying to move up in the second round to make sure they got him, and he just ended up being there at 39th. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And then um, they draft Scott Rotzlaff, mm-hmm. goalie from Seattle. Seattle was a stacked, it was a stacked Thunderbirds team this year, and he looked great. The By the way, way uh, real quick though, Elliot Freeman did tweet out. Uh, Word is Rangers have indicated they are committed to keeping Alexis Lafreniere. Come on. Did you want Lafreniere? No, I just or, or wanted just, him to. You just, I just wanted, wanted to leave. fireworks. I wanted. Oh, that's fair. That was that was my that was my sleeper. Like something's going to happen here, and they're not going to keep him. I really thought that something was going to happen where they just didn't sign him back or didn't qualify. Well, him or yeah, whatever. honestly, you look back at that those whole prospects the Rangers had. Of just like this, this crew that like the, yeah. the untouchables of the Sabers and all that stuff. Three of them didn't get qualified. Like I was gonna say, have any of them <laughs> hit? Like, are any of no. them like real major factors on the Rangers? The Rangers are a relatively old team in the Eastern Conference. One of them that I mean, they're in the Met. Don't get me wrong, but like in terms of like playoff team last year, the Sabers can overtake. I absolutely think the Rangers are one of them. They're getting older, and they seemingly just keep making trades to stay older but stay relevant. 
And if, if this young Sabres team hits, and, and let's say they're in a wild card hunt, I think the Rangers will also be in that wild card hunt. And I don't think they've got the wheels to the stay The only thing up. they have is Igor Shesterkin. Which he made That's them relevant their... two years ago when yeah. they went on a deep run. And then last year, you know, of course, they had, they do have guys like Panarin. They do trade for Patrick Kane. Kane. Yep. It, it kept them afloat. They also had... But um, they, they had a rough season last year. They had Tarasenko, too. Tarasenko. They have Zibanejad. I mean, like, they have good talent. It's all older guys, though. Mm-hmm. It is all guys that kind of hit their peak, weirdly, like 32. Right. And now, right. like, I, I, it's not that they're floundering. I mean, they're a New York team, though. Like, they're acting like a New York team of, we need to stay relevant in any way possible. Which, to a certain extent, is fun and exciting to see. But it's also frustrating if you're a Rangers fan going, like, all of these prospects we had. Mm-hmm. And this is, honestly, to Kevin Adams' point as well... You've made all these trades, so you've blocked all these young guys from ever developing. Right. Lapinier basically gets no time on the ice. Right, because, I mean, looking at, so this is their... A so, number one overall pick not getting any time on the ice, that, effectively. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, Shane Wright is a different story, but he, well, he wasn't even number one. I keep forgetting Fourth that. overall. Yeah. He dropped. Um, but, so, first of all, shout out to Cap Friendly. Awesome website. Oh, wonderful website. Um, they do so much when it comes to free agency and, dra- and trading and drafts and all that stuff. Um, they have their website fully updated to guys that are confirmed to not sign back with the teams that they were um, currently with. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're looking at the Rangers roster, they have eight forwards on the roster right now. Um, they have $11.7 million in cap space. And I bet you, like, four or five of that is going to go to Lafreniere. Probably. So that's a little bit of ground to make up because they also only have five defensemen, and one of them is an RFA, Keandre Miller. Mm-hmm. So, aside from that, your point on how... Lafreniere just doesn't get ice time. Ahead of him, Panarin, 31. Zibanejad, 30. Chris Kreider, 32. Trocek, 29. Barclay Gaudreau, 30. Jimmy Vc 30. It's a very old lineup. How is Jimmy Vc 30 years old? It's a very old lineup. I didn't even realize they got, he was And that's that the old. thing. When they got the number one overall pick, I don't really remember them like being this team that like just had a bad year. Like Colorado from a few years ago when they were really, really bad and get Kale McCarr. Yeah. That was it felt like just it nothing hit for them. No. And that they yeah. were and that, that was the problem. It wasn't that they were an untalented team. I feel like that was the Rangers too when they got off and I could be completely well, wrong. Well the Rangers, it was kind of a fluky year, and I think, if I remember correctly, they won the draft lottery that year. They, they did. Like, they did. They they moved up the most. I don't know if they moved up like the ten spots, but they moved up the most. And every because I, I remember everyone's like, Oh, this is the quickest rebuild in history because you go from and okay, because they had Capocaco the year before, yep. second overall. And they, oh, yeah. you wow. go from you go from the year before that being like okay, and then you you aren't good for Capocaco. You get him, then you aren't good, and you get Lafreniere, mm-hmm. and then it's like oh good, they're already bouncing back. And it's like yeah, they did, but now what are they going to do? Because they kind of pigeonhole themselves with getting a guy like um, Patrick Kane, Barclay Goudreau. Like yeah, it was a smart move at the time. But but down the road now, number one, I you're not better than, than the Devils. No, J- just no. In, in, your, Devils, in, your, in your own division, the Devils number one beat you in a series. The Devils are what the Sabers should be in two years. Yeah, I I man, I'm, like, I'm almost fighting for next year that, I, that you're what the Devils were this year, next year. You, no, yeah, that no. But what the Devils are going into this coming season, mm-hmm. or what the Sabers will be going into next season? Where I, man, I. I did read a report. I cannot remember from who. I wish I could. Twitter's still down for yeah, it'd me. Yeah, be great. I, I also had a, a couple tweets about the Rangers that I'd love to pull up right now. But, hey, can't do that. Love that. But they were a team I really thought would be in on Connor Hellebuck. It sounds like they're out on him as well. Well, I mean, it it doesn't – it's not that it makes it – not, it's not that it doesn't make sense for the Devils to go after Hellebuck, but they have – 
They only have 10.2 in cap space. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they just they signed time. Timo Meyer. They're going to have to sign Tyler Toffoli next year. Um, they have, you know, they have Jack Hughes. They have Jesper Bratt. They have Nico Heischer. They only have nine forwards. Man, they're a fun lineup. They are a they fun lineup. They have five lineup. defensemen. Like, <laughs> their two goalies right now are Vitek Vanacek and Akira Schmid. Mm-hmm. And both of them are very competent goaltenders. I mean, they're, they're really in a spot of, like, just keep getting more depth. Yeah, it's not that you needed Hellebuck. Hellebuck would have been a luxury, but you would have pushed Schmied back down to the AHL, which he might need that time. He's only 23. Yep. But at the same time, you kind of have to save your money because there's a few guys that are going to be up next year that you might have to re-sign, like Tyler Toffoli, who probably won't need as much as he needed the last time he signed a contract. Mm-hmm. But you also still have to sign free agents right now because your team's a little short-handed. Yes, you can pull guys up from the AHL. Yes, you can sign guys from your draft class. But usually only teams that are really bad that get really good players do that. Yeah. And the Devils were not really they were bad. Not that. Yeah. So, By the way, I don't up- know. update on the Rangers, though. Kyle tweets in, the Rangers did make the playoffs and lost in the play-in round that year. They that l- they got yeah. Lafreniere? Yeah. So the, lo- the losers <gasps> that, of the play-in right. won the draft lottery and then yeah, drew all the losing the, teams. Yeah. That was the COVID draft. That. Yes, that was the draft they had in October that we f- remembered the other day when they yes. drafted when the Sabers drafted Jack. Quinn. Now, now it's all coming back to me of like people were furious because Lafreniere about was in this like able. luxurious like living room that was like all white. Yes, and he had one hat sitting in front of him, and it was turned around, and we all knew it was the Rangers. Yep, like that. Now, now I'm remembering that draft more clearly of just like how furious everybody was that the Rangers were even allowed to be in the lottery at all. The Devils are interesting because I'm just looking at the, some of their. Other there's like a section there's section like I said I, as I, as I said cap friendly phenomenal website I'm gonna be using that all day today, um, they have you know roster forwards roster defensemen goalies, and then dead cap, which is either um, you retained or some other reason the mm-hmm. guy retired whatever Corey Schneider is currently being paid two million dollars this year by the Devils, man. And that's just this season. This is the last year they have to deal with it. Um, Yane Kuokinen also being paid $325,000 by the Devils. Next year, they don't have to pay either of those guys. So they get $2.3 million back on the cap for free. Okay. There's also a recapture penalty on Ilya Kovalchuk that's $250,000 that ends next year. Mm -hmm. Granted, that's not that much money in terms of hockey cap space. But it's still... Almost three million dollars. They're gonna. It's two yeah. and a half million. They're gonna get next yeah. year for free, which could make a difference when it comes down to it. I mean, in a couple years they have to sign Luke Hughes. Um, in a couple years they have to. Well, actually no, they have Nico Heischer locked up for four more years. Okay. So they have time on him. They have Jack Hughes locked up forever, <laughs> which rightfully makes so. sense. Same with Timo Meyer. Um, so they're they're actually not in a terrible cap space situation. Compared to what feels like most of the NHL. Have you looked at Vegas? <laughs> Look, Vegas want a cop. I don't think they care. They don't care. You know, you're right. They don't care. But they have a negative $2.2 million in oh, projected boy. cap space. Well, that might be why Riley Smith's going to Pittsburgh. Right. No, there's definitely a reason why they're making moves. Yeah. Um, right now, they have the least amount of cap space. That feels right. Tell me the team that has the second least amount. Ooh. It's not who you'd expect. I mean, honestly, kind of who I was expecting was going to be a team, maybe not like the Rangers, but like Edmonton feels like they're up there. 
Edmonton's in like the middle. <coughs> the Rangers are on the other end of things. Okay. Well, they're more in the middle too. Who's, who's, who has the second least? The Montreal Canadiens at negative no way negative one point two million. Who's on their books? Let's find out. Let's <laughs> let's go through this journey together. They have ten forwards on the books. That's not great. Alex Newhook is the only one that is an RFA that needs to be signed. They just traded for him. I'm assuming they're going to sign him. Mm-hmm. If they don't, that'd be really funny. Um, all their defensemen are signed. Their most their highest paid defenseman is four point eight, which really isn't that much in terms of other teams. Nick Suzuki is their highest paid forward at 7.8, which you kind of need to do that. Yep. Um, ah, here we go. Cole Caulfield is currently on injured reserve. He's not on such not, a good year, though. Not long term, not long term cap or not long term injured reserve, which that if you're on long term injured reserve, you come off the cap. Oh, okay. Okay. If you're on injured reserve, you're still on the cap. So Cole Caulfield has $7.8 million on mm-hmm. the cap on injured reserve. <laughs> Um, Carey Price is on long-term injured reserve at ten and a half million. Ooh, I forgot Carey Price was still on the books. He, how, d- does it say but how many that, years are left there? But that doesn't. Yes, he has three years. Oh boy, counting this season. And their drafts have been anything but exciting. Well, not necessarily. Slavkovsky and now Reinbacher. Yeah, is not really. Reinbacher was a good pick. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, he's going to be good in their because their their defensemen are kind of Montreal fans seemed upset about it. I don't know why they're upset about everything. I think they wanted Mitchkov. They're upset about everything because they know that the cups they won were frauds. Because um, <laughs> you won like during World War II when there was. It's kind of the same with the played. Yankees World Series, where yeah. like if if you've won them before like the 1940s, like can they can we stop? Yeah, like let's not count those because we're in a new then, era. Yeah, back then guys were like getting drunk on the bench and like. Smoking cigarettes to get ready for it at bat. Right, yeah. Yep. Well, in baseball. I don't know about in hockey, but in baseball, that was definitely happening. Feels about the same. It's kind of about, about the same. same. It's kind of about the same. But anyway, so I think, oh man, look, I never realized how bad the Canadians were. Like, this this is in a, this is a bad spot to be in. Mm-hmm. The only, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. Because with, with Cole Caulfield, he was having a phenomenal year last year before he got hurt. Right, right. But they, like, like they... They don't really need to sign anyone because Slavkovsky, Slavkovsky is also on injured reserve. Yep. So is Sean Monahan. So, so is uh, Arbor Zheka, I think is his name. Okay. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's it's the one defenseman that kind of took the league by storm for the first half of the year last year. And the, his nickname was like Wi-Fi because it's, his name is spelled X-H-E-K-A-J. That is fun. So his teammates said his name looks like a Wi-Fi password. Um <laughs> But those four guys are going to come off injured reserve. Maybe not Sean Monaghan. I I know he's like pretty hurt. Like mm-hmm. he's had some issues. That's why he's not in Calgary anymore because he couldn't play for them anymore. Um, but they don't really need to sign anyone yeah. in terms of like. <laughs> I mean, their team needs to get better. Yes, yeah. but they can't really go sign anyone. They're almost going to have to trade people away and like re- and, and maybe re- even slightly start over. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to Carey Price. I think he's just kind of going to sit on LTIR Probably. for the rest of his his time. Mm-hmm. But which is sad. And he was one of my favorite goalies growing up because he was just so dynamic. But yeah. you don't have to. In that case, you don't have to worry about that ten and a half million for like mm-hmm. for, at all. So time will tell on the Canadians. But they're not in a great spot. They are not. Not, I did not especially compared they were in to the rest of, of the spot. East. Right. We are going to take a quick timeout. Coming up at 12, Arnold Paul Hamilton is going to join us to talk as we get ready for NHL free agency. Also beginning at 12, we're looking for your calls, 803-0550.
What is the Sabres' biggest need? Is it a backup goaltender to Devin Levi? Is it a top four defenseman? Is it a depth winger now with the injury to Jack Quinn? Looking for your calls. Again, 803-0550. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday. This is WGR. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, when it comes to this, we we feel that we have three NHL goaltenders, which is a great thing to have. So we're open-minded. Whether we go into the season with three, it's not an ideal situation, um, but we're open-minded to it. We'll let we'll let it play itself out. But at the same point, I'm not doing my job if I'm not in on every conversation around the league and knowing what's out there. Buffalo Sabres general manager Kevin Adams talking a little bit of goalie talk there. That's where me and Josh kind of want to take this as well. I, I don't know if a lot of people are really feeling the whole idea of Devin Levi and UPL. Devin Levi, absolutely. He has UPL's become one of the still favorites. Up in the air. UPL's absolutely still up in the air. And we were talking right in the break, right before we came back here, two goalie names. Yep. So Frederick Anderson and Tristan Jari. So Jamie McLennan of TSN says that the Sabres are the best fit for goaltender Tristan Jari. That's not saying they're linked to him. That's not saying they're having talks, whatever. It's just saying, hey, these two, this player and this team fit well together because Tristan Jari is 28 years old. He had an incredible run with Pittsburgh when they won their when they won their two cups, went to three cup finals. Mm-hmm. Then he just fell apart, like overnight. really towards the end of last year. I think it was a couple of years ago. You think so? Yeah, I mean, like 2019, 2020 was kind of the start of the descent, mm-hmm. but. Now it's like I don't know where they would I don't know where he goes from here. If the Sabres were to sign him, I'd say two, maybe three years maximum because this is going to be kind of like his. Because like I don't I don't know if you want to sign a guy that's like yeah I'm trying to prove myself for other teams because that yeah. feels like a Taylor Hall situation. It does, but it can be maybe in a better situation of he's going to be 28 years old. He's basically his entire career been under three goals a game, around okay. 900 save percentage. That's yeah. already right there better than basically everyone he had last year except for Craig Anderson. 
You sign him for two years. He just has to play the backup role to Devin Levi. He played 47 games last year, so he can play more yep. than half the He can play half the season. Now, the problem is, though, with Pittsburgh and how it fell apart, Jari was kind of a, a big factor in that as well. He was also a little bit of a scapegoat, I think. Well, the goalie always becomes a scapegoat. Right. But, like, because, I mean, <laughs> this is no, like, Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin and Chris Letang are old. Yes. They're, they're, they're not as good as they used to be. But guys like Tristan Jari will take the fall when guys like Sidney Crosby start to fall off. Now, granted, Jari didn't have good numbers in his last year with no. With this is one of his Pittsburgh. worst years. He had a two ninety save percentage, or excuse me, goals against, and then nine nine oh nine goals or save percentage. Your favorite stat? It's absolutely my favorite stat. Yeah, compared to last year where he had two point four goals against mm-hmm. and a nine nineteen save, and percentage. was getting Vesna voting. Right, right. So he's only been on. He was on Pittsburgh for four years. Four, well, five if you count 2017-18 where he played 26 games. But the last four years he has been uh, there. He's been their starter. Yeah. Or their main guy because he played 33 games in 1920, but that was also the COVID year. Played 39 games in 2020-2021, which is the bubble year, and then plays 58 games last year and 47 games this most recent. I guess my, my problem is, and maybe this is because of how bad the goaltending was at certain points the last two years, his bad year in Pittsburgh likely mm-hmm. gets the Sabres in the playoffs. Right, well, his yeah, bad because, year in Pittsburgh, well, the year think, where Pittsburgh because, wanted Pittsburgh fans wanted to set him on fire mm-hmm. and toss him to the streets would get the Sabers in the playoffs. And think about it with pairing him with Devin Levi mm-hmm. takes pressure off of Jari and it takes pressure off of Levi. Yep. I mean, yes, Jari's a little too like he's almost a little young in in this case. Like, well, because for the most part, we've been looking at goalies thirty years and older. Right. Like, let's let okay. So Tristan Jari. <laughs> He's in a weird spot where it could be like one of those like show me contracts, mm-hmm. but probably would only be here for a year or two. Yeah, maybe three at the most, because then he's thirty one if he stays here for three years. This guy though, Frederick Anderson, not related to Craig Anderson, completely different spelling: A N D E R S E N. Yes, Sen instead of Son. Freddie, as they call him, he is thirty three. Last year with Carolina, played 34 games, had 2.4 goals against, and a 903 save percentage. My only fear with a Carolina goalie is they all seem to play well with Carolina yes. because of the defensive structure. Yeah, their defense is phenomenal. But Freddie Anderson might sound familiar to some Sabres fans. Goalie for the Toronto Maple Leafs for four years. Yep. Before Carolina. He was goalie for Carolina in two year, for two years. and His then final year in... Toronto was not very good. No, 296, uh, 2.96 goals against average, and an 895 save percentage. Mm-hmm. That's not good at all. In 24 games, too, I might add. Yeah, that's not going to do it. But it then he bounces back, plays 52 games for Carolina, and has a 2.1 goals against average and a 922 save 35 percentage. wins. Yeah, that was a good year for him. Kind of like not fell off this year, but got a more relaxed role with the other goalies they had on the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, they had, man, I can't remember how to pronounce his name. It's like Peter Kochikov. Brayton always says it perfectly. Um, but he's he's a rookie. He's 24, and he kind of took the world by storm in Carolina this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of surprising they didn't bring Anderson back because they don't have backup right now, but I'm sure they're exploring other options as most teams are right now. Um, 
so yeah, those two I would be okay with either of those two. Semyon Varlamov is also a great pick, but I think he's signing with the Islanders. That was mine. Uh, that one hurt, not going to lie to you. Fun um, tidbit, fun fact for you, um, speaking of Islanders goalies, happy Rick DiPietro day. Um, this is the day that the Islanders paid Rick DiPietro an absurd amount of money, and then a year or two later, Joshua. It's Bobby Bonilla Day. It's also Bobby Bonilla Day. I was I was going to say save but, this for a little bit later in the day, but it's Bobby Bonilla Day, and it's one of the best days of the year. July first. How's Howard feeling today? Every Mets fan's not feeling well about this. Although to a certain extent, it, it's going to be going until twenty thirty five. We've got twelve more of these. <laughs> yeah. I think just embrace it. At a certain There's point. like what thirteen million dollars left. Embrace in that deal? it. Do what I've done with the Angels. I root for an AL MVP and eighty five wins. You embrace it. Yeah, and then, then you, you can never be hurt again. How was that loss last night? How do you feel about that? <laughs> not great, Josh. Not great. Remember last week? The moment I felt like they got good, they keep losing. I was going to say, like a week ago, we were having a conversation where you're like, yeah, no, look at them. They're at the top of the wildcard They're in a playoff spot. They've lost like four in a row. Just don't talk about them anymore. Just not going to. You're right. Just don't think about them. Don't talk about them. Don't look at them. Don't do anything. Yeah, but if if Trout or Tani do anything special and they lose, I get assaulted on Twitter. (laughs) So Understandably so. Real quick. But it happens. So the contract for Rick DiPietro... 15 years, $4.5 million per year. Signed it in 2006. That's what's up. So it ended two years ago, but they're still paying him. There's still the residuals to it of of just like, here's the payments. Yep. And I don't know how much. I can't find how much, but I know that it's like a decent amount of money that like, it's just funny. Um, They bought him out in 2013. So I can't find the buyout details for that because it was so long ago, but... Man, what a what a time! Like he was projected to be like better than Carey Price, and then he just and it did not happen. And then like he gets injured, and they're like, "Yeah, no, he's he's going to be back in like two weeks." Don't and, like, worry. Two weeks later, they were like, mm, "He might be out for the season." Actually, we're going to just take this safe off season. Yeah, who's who's that? Rick DiPietro. We do not remember that about? person. Like it's like what happened? Like where did he go? <laughs> you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Just the absolute Cold War esque. Espionage level paranoia. I don't know if Lou Lamarillo. I don't think he was the GM back then, but he is now, and he treats it like '80s hockey. Like there is no leaks. Trust trust absolutely nobody. If anyone out there is an Islanders fan, which why would you be? um, If you want a rumor or a tidbit of information or anything about free agency today with the Islanders, good luck. You will not get it. You won't find out they signed them until like training camp. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, it's a good way to find it's, out. It's an exaggeration, but, like, the team always announces the Islanders' deals. Like, there is – it is – loose lips sink ships over there. Mm-hmm. And and they make sure that their ships will not be sunk. Right. They, they play yeah. battleship incredibly seriously <laughs> when they were younger. That's that's. All. I, I think, though, talking through this and just looking at stats, I really like the idea of Tristan Jari. I really, really do. I, I We're, we're going to talk to uh, Paul Hamilton in about 15 minutes mm-hmm. as we get ready for the start of free agency. And I, he's – Really been on top of it of, of that the Sabers are likely going to go with UPL and Devin Levi, but I just I don't I don't like that idea at all. I, I cannot get behind it. I think you're leaving yourself open to a really quick exit here in terms of like mm-hmm. how it, I don't want to say how engaged fans are. I think the fan base is very much engaged because of how good or how exciting they've been the past two years. I mean, more of the idea of if Levi does not hit the ground running immediately and UPL does have to go in. We saw last year he's not consistent enough, right. and, it, and to me, unless as well, he fixes it, that's the thing. Like that's where we we played the clip coming back from break. Kevin yeah. Adams says we have three NHL goaltenders. If 
if UPL, I have a tough time with that too with Eric Comrie. Yeah, no. So like that. I, look, that that signing made a ton of sense analytically. It did not work out even slightly. He also dealt with a lot of injuries. Don't get me wrong, but like the promise with UPL, I think is still slightly there, and that's why I'm more on board. Young. That's why I'm more on board with Freddie Anderson because Freddie go, Anderson, yeah, both the guy that's in his thirties, he while he's much, he's almost ten years younger than Craig Anderson. He has the same sort of role of this veteran goaltender that's been around. He's done a lot. He's been in the playoffs. He's won playoff games. And I think he would help the, the core. He'd help I just, the I just almost want to avoid any Carolina goaltender. Because, I get because of that. It's in Carolina, where with me with Jari, it almost feels like, man, I'll take his bad season. Mm-hmm. That gets us in the playoffs. But his bad season in Pittsburgh would have been awesome for us. Yeah, but my point is with, with Anderson is you can you can justify having three goalies then. That's true. With Jari, you can't. he's 28, he's better. You can't really justify, okay, we're going to carry three goalies and like UPL is going to play a game. Or, a, well, a game and, that's, or and that's the thing. You, you can't. You literally can't. It's just you have to ultimately, essentially, if, if you're going to do, let's say they go with Jari, mm-hmm. you've, you've got to have the conversation of trading UPL away. Yes, and I think that's a decent conversation to have. But the question is, what do you go for? That's, you know, I mean, that's that's kind of like the question of getting into Kevin Adams' head is like, well, what do you, what do you are what are you looking for here? What is your perfect backup for Levi? Because I think that's that's clear. Is it's Levi mm-hmm. is the perfect backup? A twenty four year old UPL is it a twenty eight year old Tristan Jari? Is it a thirty plus year old you know Varlamov or Anderson? Well, another name in the goalie sweepstakes appears to be off. The board. That's exciting. Um, Elliot Friedman tweeted out about seven minutes ago that it appears that Mackenzie Blackwood will get a deal done with San Jose and not hit the market, but there are still a lot of goalies out there. I didn't think that he was ever going to be an option. Um, I didn't really think so either, and to be honest, he was never somebody I was even look- I was thinking of. No, I-, I wasn't ever thinking of him for the Sabres, but it does it- – it makes a difference because now – Teams wouldn't be looking at him. Yeah, I don't think they were because, like I said, San Jose traded for him. They're not going to just let him walk away. Um, but in terms of the oldest goalies available, if we're kind of basing it off that, Jonathan mm-hmm. Quick is reported to sign with the Rangers, so he's not there. Um, Yaroslav Halak, 38. Okay. Brian Elliott, 38. Sabres killer Brian Elliott. Mm-hmm. Always beats the Sabres for some reason. Join him. Why not? Um, no, ever, never mind. <laughs> oh, oh, never mind. Oh, man. Played 22 games. Had 12 wins. Okay. 3.4 goals against and an 891 save percentage. Dude, that is awful. That is terrible. That is awful. Um, next, the oldest that is available, Mike Smith at 41, did not play a single game last year. Mm. So, you know, there's not that. Not a fan. Not yeah, a fan. No. Jerry, hang on the line. We'll get to you when we come back. We're going to take a quick time out. We're still, of course, looking for your calls. 803-0550. What do you want the Sabres to do today? If anything at all, or are you willing to be a little bit more patient looking for trades, free agency signings, and such We'll take a quick time out. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday. This is WGR. Who was that, Zach? It is uh, Shohei Otani from last night. Hits his 30th home run of the season. The Angels lose 6-2. Moving on. Hate that in every way imaginable. You know what, though? The problem is it's not new. I dealt with this with Trout. They signed bad contracts like Albert Pujols and Hamilton, and then it just didn't matter. Trout would have like some of the best seasons ever. Didn't matter. Didn't make the playoffs, but he'd have amazing seasons. And now I'm just dealing with Otani and Trout. 
I get no reprieve, Josh. I get no reprieve. You're going to have to go to therapy for them. Like, it's... No, I just stopped watching them. I, ju- I just can stopped you? watching them. Can you? Because Absolutely. every night you're going to see a highlight of Shohei Otani hitting a home run. No, I won't. I'm in bed by 10.30. Those games don't even start till 9.30. Next morning. What are you, you going nope. to see? What are you going to see on Twitter? Just avoid it. Just avoid you're it. Just gonna, are you going to mute Shohei Otani? Oh, I can't do that. Yeah, see? So you're going to see it. Just ignore it. Just ignore it. I'm going to send it to time out. you. That's, see, that's mean. That is mean. Before we take a quick time out, we're going to go to the phones. We've got Jerry and Kenmore joining the show. Jerry, welcome to the show, my friend. How are we doing today? Good. How are you guys? Well, I, I was doing better until we played the Otani highlight. But other than that, I'm doing great. Well, it doesn't matter. He's not going to be MVP because, you know, oh. a Yankee threw a perfect game this week. You know, it's always a Yankee. You know, he threw a perfect game. He's a Yankee. He's got to be the MVP. <laughs> I mean, you know that, right? I, I, I'm not going to say well, thankfully Judge is hurt, but... It means Otani's got a chance here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know my favorite Yankee fact of all time? Hit me with it. Do you know how many world championships they won with Jeter as actually the captain? Ooh, I don't think any. None. It's one. It's one. It's one. Yet he's called the captain. Why? I think it was just because he was the captain for. I see. My problem is though, I like Jeter. I just didn't like that he played for the Yankees, but I like Jeter. Jeter's a great guy. Well, you know, he was average his last three years in the league, and he still hit um, in the three slot. There was a lot of things that weren't likable about. He was pretty, he was single, and he was in New York, and that that That'll always help. Helps. That'll always help. Yeah, I guess. Uh, quickly on this goaltending thing. Mm-hmm. I'm still irritated they didn't do something at the trade deadline this year. I, I don't want to hear about a plan anymore of uh, be patient. You had an opportunity to make the playoffs this year, and you saw what eight seeds did in the NBA and the NHL this year. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the NCAA tournament this year? None of the higher seeds advanced. It was. This is a time in sports when you have a chance. Just think of all these young kids getting an experienced playoff series and what it would have meant to them. Mm-hmm. You know, our goal next year would have been to advance in the playoffs. Now, our goal this year is again to make the playoffs. He let the team down. There's too much talent on this team, forward-wise, to not have found a goalie, you know, to find us two or three or four points, and then we make the playoffs. They made a huge mistake this year, and if they do it again next year, they run the risk of losing the fan base badly. Jerry, thanks for the call. I, I, now, on that last point, I, I kind of agree. If we go in with the same goalies after having an offseason, a few guys on, on, on the free agent market, potentially even trades, I agree. In terms of trading for one at the deadline, what trades were there to make? And, and even then, Josh, we were talking about it too. Statistically, goalies that are brought in at the deadline don't really help teams. They don't really fix them all that much. No, statistically, goalies perform worse when they're traded at the deadline. Because they're There's coming into a new system? Studies done on it. Yeah. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm just looking back at the, the, the trade trackers here. Um, when was the trade deadline again? March, March 10th, it looks I think like? so. Yeah, there were no goalies traded at the deadline this year. Um, not to say that there couldn't have been, but at the same time, <coughs> excuse me, the goalies, they just they don't. If you have a goalie, you're not tra- moving them. No, and they don't transition that well when you do, unless you're getting them at the beginning of the year or in the off season. Goalie moves are supposed to happen in free agency and at the end of the year, where you can actually the build them into your system. Right. I think that's the problem. And, and honestly, going into the All Star break, it felt like UPL was grabbing that role. It really, really did that. He was grabbing it. He mm-hmm. was taking it as his own. Yeah. And then right out, right out of the gate of the All Star break against Calgary, we were at that game. It, it fell apart. 
And he yeah. never recovered from that. No, and never and recovered. It didn't fall apart till I bought a Tage Thompson jersey. That's my fault. Thanks, bud. Um, yeah. Thanks. Seven to two. We saw two great Brutal. goals, and I went to the I went to the store, and I'm like, "Yep, buying a jersey today." That was my plan before they scored two goals. And Just foolish. Yeah, it's, it's my fault. I'm I'm literally I'm scrolling back through, and I'm not seeing any goalie trade. Okay, Jonas Corposalo and Jonathan Quick. And neither of them are really going to help. And you then all Jonathan that much. Quick goes to Vegas, and I mean, he did some stuff, but that's about it. Yep. We're going to take another quick timeout. On the other side, Paul Hamilton will join us as we get ready for the start of NHL free agency. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday. This is WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.